0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the CRC Essay Podcast for episode 4. At the time of this recording, it is National RUOK Day, and in light of this, we will be exploring the topic of positive relationships. This is more important than ever before, as we are facing new and uprising challenges each day and need each other to get through. My name is Thomas, and here with me are Ruben and Tommy, our other two male podcast hosts, as well as our school captain, Caden, and vice captain, Tree. Joining us today is special guest Adam bakash Adam He is a past volunteer of Helping Hoops and worked closely with some of Melbourne's troubled youth. During his experience with the non-profit organization, he helped and connected with kids through the game of basketball. He is a car enthusiast and has spent many years on his own personal journey of growth and development. So how are you today, Adam?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. You actually made me sound a lot better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, good, that's good. Yeah, I'm doing well, I'm uh, privileged to be in this. Christy asked me to come in and say a few things and I think it's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, so I will now hand it over to to Tommy with the first set of questions. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, Welcome again, Adam. I'd like to start off by uh, saying thank you for coming here with us. So would you like to start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself, your family, education, jobs and experiences?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I was born here. Um, I'm 26 years old. Um, I finished school late 2013 and I uh, did a series of jobs. I worked at cafes. I um, swept floors at boat yards. Uh, I worked with my dad in the factory. I uh, did a lot of deliveries. So, I did a fair bit of stuff in my earlier years. Um, And then I did a lot of traveling because I wanted to explore the world. Um, After that, I got into a hotel gig as a porter um, and I got to drive everyone's cars that came into the hotel, which was pretty cool, Um, which is where I gained, I think, most of my experience with jobs, just learning about people and respect and uh, learning about people from around the world, which was cool. Um, a lot of foreign people, Germany, America getting to know, um, yeah, a lot of the ins and outs of the world through that job, which was really fun. And then after that, I did a bit more traveling and then I thought that it's probably enough traveling cause <clears throat> I can do, I'm, I'm only young at the moment. I can do a lot more when I'm, when I'm older. So I decided, um, so I decided to come home and then I did a container job where I was unloading lots of containers, which was a very hard job um, and I wasn't getting paid very well. And then a friend of mine said, see if you can get a job here on the wharf, which is where I'm working now. Um, We just drive off brand new cars. So all the cars that come from uh, overseas, your Kias, Hondas, Mazdas, used used and new, um, we drive off. So if your parents or friends or people have got new cars, we're firsthand gonna be taking them off. Um, anything like uh, uh, excavators for the construction um, industry, anything with the wheels, pretty much. Um, you get to see a pretty, pretty very, uh, pretty broad um, uh, selection of um, machinery and anything really, which is good. So that's I've been there for about two years now, and that's a very, very fun job. Um, yeah, that's. That's my job um, experience so far and I think um, I'll be there a little longer because it's quite fun um, and on the on, on the side I just build you know old school cars like 80s and 90s cars which is which is really fun because my dad got me into it when I was young and always had a passion for these old school cars So now I'm I do that on the side when I'm not working on the wharf um, and that keeps me going as well It's a good it's a good side gig. Which is great. Um,
0: that's honestly great, Adam. You're already very passionate and you're definitely doing a lot more than I am in my
1: life. <laughs> you got plenty of time, Tom.
0: Yeah. Um, well, moving on, Adam, uh, what does the word relationships mean to you? And what are some examples of different
1: re- types of relationships? <clears throat> um, well, look, the word relationship means many things to me. Um, it's There's a lot in the question as well, because when I was younger, i Went through a lot of um, highs and lows with parents separating. So, uh, relationship really, I really saw it and what it meant and um, how it made me feel. But it definitely screams commitment, um, integrity, and honesty. Um, being in a relationship has a lot of ways for us to learn about ourselves and for the other. <clears throat> so, e- even if it's not a partner and it's just a friendship or your parents, there's always there's always something in it. It's not just um, not just about um, getting a girlfriend or getting a boyfriend. Um, like I've seen a relationship go from go from all good in my eyes for like 25 years, and then come crashing down in moments, and not knowing where it came from at you know 13, 14 years old. Um, and this you know I've obse- I've observed healthy and unhealthy, um, and I think in life obviously. You're going to have a relationship at some point with your friends, with your, with your partner. Um, and it's all about learning about you. It's all about learning about them um, and getting to that next step, you know, because there's always, there's always light at that end of the tunnel um, and there's plenty to learn for you. That's for sure.
0: Thanks, Adam. I'll probably definitely take that into consideration because I have <laughs> trouble talking to women. But uh, I'd like to pass this on now to Ruben. So, Ruben. All to you, buddy. Don't worry, Tommy. I'm also in the same boat. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. I wanted to start off by asking you, what are your most treasured relationships and who are
1: they and why do you think they're so important to you? Um, few people in my life that I connect with, whether it's through, through the heart or through doing something that we're both connected to. The most important relationship in my life would have to be my partner. We've gone through a lot of ups and downs. And we've done our very best in an imperfect way to learn about our relationship, and more, most most importantly, ourselves. And that's brought, and that's you know, and that doesn't take five minutes. That's that's been um, that's been a long road, and it's been a hard road, and it's had a lot of ups and downs, which is all a part of it. Um, Someone also who's been really extremely close to me would have to be my cousin. um, We connected on a level where like we can both be exactly who we are and there's no judgment um we're able to build through and like um and talk about the struggles that are going on for him and going on for myself or um what i'm going through with my brother because i've got a brother or what he's going through with his siblings and his parents and vice versa my parents um you know we'll pull we'll pull each other out on um whatever whatever uh, we thinks not right or we, uh, he needs to work on or I need to work on. So <clears throat> sometimes being exposed to the feelings that we didn't know were there or judging them, um, don't push them away. Just seeing, seeing what they are for what it is um, can help you in the long run uh, tremendously. I'm guilty of it. Um, it's seriously helped every part of my life through – <clears throat> the struggles from when I was thirteen to now twenty six, I've learnt so much and been able to just understand different people, um, <clears throat> and and what they're going through or or how I how I am to, how I am towards them how my life reflects on them. But yeah, those two would would have to be. <clears throat> I mean, I got a lot of treasured relationships, my mum, my dad, my brother, but those are the most important that I uh, that I keep real close. That's for sure.
0: And the opposite of good relationships, what do you think are some signs of unhealthy
1: relationships? Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of signs, but I think the ones that stand out for me would be lack of communication because in any relationship you need communication. If there's none of that, then you can, you can definitely see that something's, something's not working here and that it's not gelling. Um, there may be some disrespect present. Um, there could be some lying. And if you can tell when someone's lying, then it's a no-go. Um, you, there's sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes we may not know um, if it's unhealthy, but if we can feel it and it, something doesn't feel right, then most of, most of the time um, it's definitely unhealthy and there needs to be some changes, a conversation. And, um, there needs to be some sort of um, uh, movement. For you to get to that next step and it's not easy it's very very hard <clears throat> but it's a it's a good process you know <clears throat> so yeah that's that's for that's for unhealthy <clears throat> but yeah as i said there's a few
2: yep and now um, i'll hand it over
1: to kaden to take over um
2: yeah uh so adam talking about feelings and characteristics what are some of the char- char- characteristics sorry of a healthy relationship
1: so, um, there'll probably be the opposite of the unhealthy. Um, there'll be a lot of communication. Um, there'll be a lot of love that's present. Um, let's say you're with a partner. There'll be a lot of love there because you can't hide it when it's there, um, and it's it's jumping and it's screaming out in the room. <clears throat> but like <clears throat> love and affection probably come hand in hand. Um, the relationship would just work. So you could see it for your eyes that. This is definitely this is definitely a healthy relationship because it's because it's moving forward. There's progress. There's trust. There's respect in that. Um, so, yeah. If if I mean if you're you, you you guys aren't you guys aren't silly. You would have seen you know a lot of a lot of um disrespect in life, and you would see a lot of respect in life, and you can definitely tell the difference when you when you're facing it and when you're looking at it head on, or if you're involved in it or wherever. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think I can say for myself, I can't wait for the moment to just know and see the woman in front of me and saying, oh, my God. (laughs) How are you? Um, For my next question, um, what advice do you have for
1: developing positive relationships and how do you keep them that way? Um, Look, it's not easy um, and it takes a long time, but... (sighs) So, uh, just some few a uh, few things. you got to be honest um, from the get-go. Um I think in this world we we cover up who we are, and we don't want to we don't want to show exactly who we are because we might see an image of someone better looking or doing better things, and we go, "I've gotta act like that, and I've gotta be like that." but and i'm I'm guilty of it because it's, it's sometimes I, I would lie about things to make myself sound better. But then I found out that when I was lying, I wasn't getting anything good back and I wasn't getting the results I needed. So I was creating this imperfect environment. But then when I started being honest and just being me, then I attracted the people that I needed in my life. And then they helped me um, to get to where I am today. And that's where I was able to learn whatever it is that I needed to learn. Um, you you, You can't be afraid to speak. Um, to speak up and talk about what's going on for you, um, you know, when you have a feeling inside and you want <clears throat> to, you want to clarify if it's right or wrong. Um, when you're set on it, 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 if you stick with your heart, it, it, most of the time you're going to be right about it, and you just got to trust it, and it's going to guide you to that next step. You know, but it takes time. You got to have patience for it. Um, you got to be able to communicate good or bad feelings to your partner, mum, dad, brother, siblings. Um, you know, it's it's um it's what both of you need need to both hear um for that relationship to move forward because you're both gonna get saying out of it. And it's it, it helps when you can hear someone um and take note of what they're saying and then they're able to hear you and you guys can relate. But it, you know, it, it's not um it's not it's not easy, um, but it definitely gets you to that next step. It takes time.
2: Um, I think sometimes when you're in, in a relationship, I think it's really that pride and that ego where it takes it, it takes time to kind of let your guard down.
1: Of course, yeah, yeah, 100%. That's a good point. We're all, uh, we're all behind that ego.
2: Yeah. So now I'll pass it on to Tree.
3: Thank you, Caden. Adam, what steps do you take to resolve conflicts in any type of relationship?
1: Um... Look, I'm, I'm guilty of not not wanting to um, resolve some conflict. Um, I think it's pre- it's been pretty present with my brother. It's been a bit hard lately. Um, he's older than me, and we've gone through some um, ups and downs. Um, it, it it it's hard because you know you when you're going into the conversation, it, it's uncomfortable, and you kind of it's like a roadblock, and you don't know how to get there. So the best way um, is just attacking it head on. Um, him or her, or in my case, it's my brother. Um, it could be my dad. It could be my mom. And you just need to say what you need to say. Um, you know, don't try and get the words perfect or um, don't try and be a certain person in the conversation. Just You just need to present yourself to that uh, situation. And whatever it is, say, say what you need to say. Um, and if the other person... Can hear you, then you're halfway there. But if they're, you know, if they're louder, you you, you know, you might come across someone who's not listening, and they're um, kind of their egos in a way, just like Caden said, and you know, you can't get through to them, and that's hard. And we, I've battled that. Um, you guys might have too, maybe Christy, and someone's not there, you know, um, and they're able to hear you, so you're kind of like, I can't get through this person. But as long as you stay true to yourself. Uh, say what you need to say, then you know you're doing you're doing what ninety five ninety five percent of the population can't do. So you're one step ahead, which is great. And that's that's a life lesson with anything, you know, bosses, um, everyone, people around you. As long as you stay true to who you are, what you feel, what you see, you'll get there. You'll get there.
3: I'll definitely be using those tips. Um, another question is, how would you reach out to a friend or family who you may think is struggling?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, at the moment, there's there's a lot of people that are struggling. It's not, you know, I think this last week, I've really felt it with this lockdown. Although I've been able to work um, on the wharf and work on my cars, it's still been hard. So connecting to someone... Um, you know, at first you might not know if they want to com- uh, com- um, have a conversation with you, but if you feel like they need it um, and, and you might get saying out of it, I think you just sit down with them and just ask them what's going on, how are they doing, um, and relate to them, you know, because we're, we're all feeling the same kind of feelings going through this lockdown and what the world, what we're presented with this world at the moment, um, just to be there for that person, just to chat, you know, um, as we are now or catching up with them just so they can hear you, they can understand um, that, you know, that you're feeling sort of the same thing. Um, And then you may not have the best advice, but for you to just be there and talk to them, I think that's most important. You can just start
3: there. Uh, The last thing for today is something that unfortunately vulnerability and openness is not what. We, what society expects for males. So mm. why do you think it's important for males to be open and honest and how they feel and wanting to reach out?
1: Um, Vulnerability is scary because, you know, you're, you're putting yourself on the line um, and it's all about the attention being on you and, you know, you have to open up how you feel. It's important for men to do this because I think women naturally, they do it um, and they want to connect. But us guys, we kind of, you know, we want to put our fists up and go we're strong and, you know, we don't cry and we don't this. But we're human and we need to connect and we need women. We need to talk to them. Um, And not even just women. We need to talk to men um, because we need to be able to open ourselves up to get to that next place. You know, if you're just blocking everything, it's very hard for you to get to that next place. Um, You know, it's... it, it, it all this can be uncomfortable but it, all this is very rewarding um being uh, being vulnerable um getting uncomfortable um facing facing your fears you know they might be the slightest fears but you know they they're definitely going to help they're definitely going to get you to that next step um but yeah just just living living your life uh, in an imperfect way you don't need to be perfect you just need to get to that next step you know and and do your best not to block any advice or um, just be open to open to learning. You know, I'm still open to learning. Sometimes I might be shut off um, because I think I might know too, not too much. But I'm only 26. I don't know everything. I know a little and I'll pass on what I know. So, yeah, definitely important that um, we're connecting with women, with men, with everyone,
3: 100%. Yeah. I kind of lied about the last question. Caden would like to ask another question.
2: Um, I saw that you mentioned you did some work in basketball. Oh yeah. Yep. Do you have Do you have like an interest in basketball as well?
1: I played basketball when I was younger, um, for school for a few years, um, and I was okay. I had a lot of speed, but I didn't know how to control the ball. I shot a few hoops, but I wasn't actually. Um, I I didn't think I had the I didn't think I had the game calculated enough, and then um as I got older, when when I was working at the hotel, so around about twenty two, twenty three, um my cousin was has always been in uh, basketball. He's always been a coach, and he's always been a player. He's been a very good player. He can see the game for what it is, and has been successful through it. And he started um coaching with, with this organization called Helping Hoops. Um, and that was just a non-for-profit organization helping kids from commission flats teaching them how to play basketball they'd come from everywhere um, we'd have up to you know 30 30 to 40 kids some sessions um, it was in the afternoon uh, and it'd be from the basics to the um, to to some some tricky um, exercises and there was a lot of kids that were learning um, and going on to play stayed and Playing in the Danny Nongs and you know, um, getting a lot of experience in these helping hoops, which was for free for them, and they were taking all the advice they got from myself or my cousin. Now, as I said, I wasn't the best and I didn't know too much, but I think I just helped them with um, just kind of being able to control the ball, um, and then taking their shot if they were in the position to shoot, because that's where I that's where I struggle. And a lot of kids they learned from that and they um, they got somewhere they got they got a lot out of that and they came to me and they said wow I just like I control my I controlled the ball and then I was able to get to that next level so just small things like that I didn't think I could help with but I was you know they, they heard me and then they took that next step and then th- that was their success which was great so that was that was a lot of fun that, that lasted about two years and then um, and then I moved on to something else
2: yep thanks for that so i think i'll pass it on to tommy now uh thomas so uh yeah on what you just said
0: before about like you know how us males are like hiding our feelings and like you know just like how we need to like tough toughen up with like situations about like open relationships uh you know i think i really like resonate with that a lot because like you know, people these days you know the media is also talking about how you know, males have to be manly, and we can't, you know, mm. show that, yeah, who we really are kind of thing. And so, how like, how can us like males like open up to like these kinds of problems and not like just follow the trend of the
1: media? Um, good question. I think the only way you're going to be able to open up and get, uh, get some peace of mind on on what you want in your life and and some growth is just, um. Take that next step and you. how old are you guys, 14, 15?
0: Uh, 15, 16.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, at your age, I was scared to approach a girl. I was in the same boat as you guys. Like, it's, It wasn't like I was any different. Um, I had, I went through the same feelings and the same um, struggles. So it's just about, like I was saying before, attacking things head on. And you, you're going to get rejected, but that's fine. Like you just got to keep moving forward. Like rejection's good because you learn to be resilient from that, and you don't need to be this tough guy sitting back and just waiting for the girls. Or they're just human, just like myself and you. We need to be able to just chat with them like they're human. And some some might not want a bar of you, but that's okay. You just you just move on to the next one. It's about connecting with that person that wants to talk to you. You know, it's about you stepping out of that, um, stepping out of that normal. You know, normal world, and getting to getting to the place where you can learn something, and that that next step is for you to go. You know, I'm just going to talk to I'm just going to talk to someone. We're going to talk to a girl. You know, whatever happens, with no intention. You know, you you don't have to get a number. You don't have to invite her over to see a movie, or you don't have to. There shouldn't need to be an intention all the time. It could just be a conversation, um, and I think that will set you set you um, set you aside from the pack because. That's just like, that's a huge step for a 16 year old just to, you know, be, be able to have, be in a conversation with someone and not, not have a, not have an agenda or just be there to just to connect, you know, cause it's hard. It's, it's not easy. Definitely not easy. And just,
0: yeah. And what you just said about like, like, just like intimate relationships, when people think of relationships, they automatically think like, oh, you're into this person, you're into that person. But in reality, there are so many like different relationships, like. You know, teacher and student, that's a relationship. That's so right. it's like, I feel like these people need to be like more open and be more mindful about the other relationships that are out there mm. and not just, you know, just yeah. think of our intimate relationships or just like all that yeah. like yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, I think um, what you were saying at the start, how, how, how do you. You know, how do you not create yourself? And how, how do you boys not create yourself to turn into that, you know, that strong guy and, you know, ego and stuff? I think it's just about you choosing who you want to be and how you want to live your life, how you want to be seen, you know, how, how, you, how you, how do you want to respect people? Do you want to, um, do you want to live a, a life with integrity? Do you want to, do you want to have a responsibility in your life? Do you want to take chances? And I think that'll, that'll seriously help you to get, Every step of the way, when you go for a job, you know you guys are coming up to exams and all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, you, you, you also you're not. You know, I think uh, I think you're smart enough to see if there's certain certain men in your life that you don't want to turn out like, then you'll you'll quickly see. All right, I'm going to start doing these things or some of the things that I've said because that's going to separate me from what they're doing because I don't want to be doing what they're doing because it's not getting them anywhere then you might see you start doing some things that you're hearing that I've said, or someone has given you advice on and that starts getting you somewhere. So it's all about time and taking, taking everything into consideration.
0: Yep. Thank you for that.
1: And now living now in the 21st
0: century, we're not thinking about like male and females are two different things, but we're all in like the one thing. So what's, what do you think toxic masculinity is
1: and what are the signs of it? Um, I think toxic... A, a toxic man, um, we'll simplify it, would be some someone with no respect, so, someone doing the wrong thing. Like I was saying before, if you guys can see it and you believe it's wrong, you're not supposed to be doing it. Someone who's toxic is, you know, probably... Uh, um, is violent towards their to their partner maybe violent towards their kids um we don't want to set that trend because that trend's disgusting we don't want that in our life you wouldn't want that for you you don't want that for your kids you don't want to create that um that pattern Uh, no one wants to see it it's an ugly sight so it's just about you 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 doing the right thing what because you you'll learn it throughout your life what the right thing is you will make mistakes but um once you start seeing life for what it is, and you're growing up, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing okay, that's toxic. That's not this is this is kind of the way I want to be leading. This is the way I want to be going, um, and you'll you'll learn a lot about yourself. You're learn a lot about other people. So yeah, yeah, I think that's really helpful.
2: I just wanted to add to a point that Adam that. You said Adam before, I think when there's no true intention behind trying to uh, build a relationship with someone, those are the ones that are the best, and those are the ones that really you can really keep them for life, in my opinion. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely, because you don't you're not going into it like it's a business, you know, you if you've got a business. It's about making money. So you have an, atten- an, in- an intention and that's what half this world is about. You know, where everything's run by money. So if you're just going into a conversation with no intention, it's just about hearing that person and then that hearing you. And then you can relate. It's probably the best feeling ever because it's just a cool, calm conversation. Um, and then you, it could get deeper and deeper. Um, and you both learn about each other, which is great. So on behalf of the
0: students at Catholic Regional College St Albans, we would like to thank you, Adam, for joining us this afternoon for the insight into your own experiences with the relationships and giving us some valuable advice. thank you to our listeners. So, you have any closing remarks? I think that's the word.
1: <laughs> Myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I hope I hope um, you've understood. Things that I've said, uh, that I, hope, I hope I've been clear, um, and you've able to been you're able to relate to it, um, learn from it, and yeah, just know that you're you're not alone with with what you're going through. Um, we're all we're all human. We're all feeling the same things. Sometimes we just need a little help. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you.